0: girl hey hey okay okay. well welcome to the real life christian podcast (laughs) okay well hey guys and um thank you for tuning in to another episode of the real life christian podcast as you can tell i'm joined by a friend um I feel like that's become sort of the norm of the podcast these days. I enjoy it. So hopefully
1: you guys do too. But anyway, welcome Christine. Hello, friend. Hey, hey. When you said um as you can tell, it's like dang, like <laughs> would they be able to tell that there's someone else? But yes. you should know by now with all the podcast episodes. This is a coffee and friends podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, gosh. Hello. Okay. Hi. Hey, hey, hey. I'm okay. excited
0: to be here. Well, thank you for coming. Yeah. Um, so we wanted to have a chat about yeah. what it's like, um, what our realities have been, or maybe yours or ours. <laughs> um,
1: yeah.
0: Just um, finding God, pursuing God, staying in touch with God through the various seasons um, that we've gone through mm-hmm. since, you know, having like had a relationship with him. Or having giving him our lives or whatnot, I feel like that's a really important conversation for people, especially like young people as they grow up and are like getting more and more into adulthood. Yeah. You know I mean, they said adulthood is a scam, so like you're not prepared for it <laughs> ever. Um, and so, just you know, I think that it would be a helpful conversation for people who um, feel like they're alone in you know, um, um, you know, like trying to. Find this quote unquote perfect way of pursuing God. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, you know, hearing us share um, our truths or our experiences might help somebody. So, again, thanks for coming, yeah, uh, to my, my TED talk. <laughs> thanks for coming to the recording or being a part of the podcast. Yeah,
1: um,
0: so I want to go back to 20 something when we were in college. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, guys, Christine and I met in college. Um, we went to this American university in Michigan called Calvin College. It was a, I think, at the time that I was getting into it, it was about four thousand students, or shy, a little, a, a little bit shy of four thousand. Yes. Um, very white neighborhood. Very, they, yeah, very conservative. And, um, yeah, like I mentioned, small. Um, Mm -hmm. Fortunately for us, we happened to have... I mean, we're not that many, if you think about it. We're not that many Ghanaians. But I think we were all just glad to have, you know... Even if it was 10 people, I think we were all just glad to have other people who were Ghanaians there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, I think we had... Yeah, we had that. Um, I remember one of the things that I thoroughly enjoyed about... And um, my stay there was our, the group that we had reignite, mm-hmm. um, and so for the listeners, reignite was a student. What would you call a student organization? I yeah,
1: guess. It's, um, it's, it's, I'm so shy of like a campus ministry, but like it, it's some form of like some type of ministry that was kind of made as like a praise worship. Let's meet monthly and just like commune with the Lord. In with yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah um i think my my i don't remember
0: my introduction to reignite but the Mm -hmm. thing that like when i think about reignite what i remember the most excuse me what i remember the most are the um the weekly meetings that we would have not the actual Mm. service the weekly fellowship meetings that we would have where we would get together and pray and all that so for me i remember calvin as this place that helped me to begin um a walk with god more seriously yeah and i think that it was easier just because we i I, at least yeah we had other people to do it with and so you look to your left to your right to your ahead of you and behind you and you have people literally um surrounding you who are pursuing god relentlessly i mean they probably had their individual struggles but it wasn't one that it wasn't stuff that any other person could see, unless, of course, like, you, we were close friends enough for somebody to tell you whatever, but just in the context of Reignite, it just seemed like such a group that was on fire for God. Yeah. Um, I remember, like, we would, I feel like there were very few <coughs> things we would go to when people are not falling under the park.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, meetings were typically characterized by people, like, either crying or, yeah. like, you know, the Holy Spirit has just arrested people. Right. Um, and so, I think um, I want to start by asking you how you went from that, or maybe you know, maybe you you can even paint more of your um, your reality within mm-hmm. that context for the people mm-hmm. listening. So it's not just like me projecting oh, this is what it was uh, that maybe you can yeah. also share.
1: Sure, absolutely. Um, so, to what Cafe has said, we we met sometime not this year but in the past (laughs) thank you (laughs) thank you for leaving my age coffee doesn't want me to date us that's that's what happened um and um for everyone listening if you're like an og like christian person like calvin is like a christian reform church like and what we're if you're also listening from the context of ghana we're used to like non-denominational churches which kind of fall under protest protestant churches reformed is like it's it's a it's an extension of protestants but like a few like doctrines are different this is like homework assignments again it's like an, an OG in care to go and look into it <laughs> um but to that point we had a bunch of us so I was a, a year ahead of two years ahead of coffee yeah it felt like you were I was just a year ahead of you but we're two I was two it was two years yeah. um Two years ahead of Kafui. Um, and what she's kind of describing is like there's a whole bunch of Ghanaians that went to um, Calvin University um, and so what happened is I think it's less more so about the fact that it was a lot of like Africans or Ghanaians that went there it was more so that we just had um, a combination of people who were kind of see- were seeking God at that time and I think the interesting part too about that is like I for me, I knew a bunch of, of people that were a year ahead of you, kathy So a year before, yeah. a bit below me, who I had already started, like, meeting, praying with. Like, we had formed some t- type of communion before we, they all came over to school. Um, and so we kind of had that um, prayer connection. I think specifically with Delali, who's been on this podcast a couple of, of um, episodes before. So I, I got connected to Delali and then... Just a praying and such. So there was like synergy amongst a, a couple of people. And then when I came to, for me when I came to Calvin, I'm calling that season, like from like high school into um into university. That was like my, you know, we're reading God's generals. If if people mm-hmm. read that book, um people like Captain Coleman, it's like the blueprints, like we're trying to experience the Holy Spirit there's this like hunger and thirst for more so like in terms of ministry how can we serve God or how can we be like God servants in that context so when I came to to Calvin Bernadette who was two episodes ago um has, has also been on this podcast um was leading reignite and then I just kind of like looped myself into it and I was like hey like you know you're leading this thing I really feel like I can support here and like <laughs> <laughs> pulled myself into it. And so, for the the sessions that Kathy's talking about, I'm actually very proud of those. Um, I think they were Tuesday, whenever, Wednesday prayer sessions, because it didn't happen in Reignite before. We just used to have like a monthly session for the whole, like for anyone in the school. Oh, to- yeah. Okay. But I and Des were like, like, yeah, let's like just have this prayer session where we can, you know, people who just kind of want to come and join and pray, uh, people who are serving and Reignite mostly. Um come, come pray, like just receive from God and just get filled up. Um, and so mm-hmm. that's how we started to have those sessions. So for sure, like if you're listening, this is the context for me. This my reality in like leaving mm-hmm. high school, coming into college was like I am the workmanship of the Lord. I'm God's servant Like very I very on fire. <laughs> yeah, like I am exploring. What it means to be in a ministry context. And the interesting part about it was was that it wasn't necessarily connected to a church. So in this context of like, it's not reformed, we weren't doing like, we weren't part of the reformed church or like church services happening in church. This was more so, I mean, sorry, in school. This was more so, this is all of us. We've come from Ghana. Some of us know each other. We are all connected in different ways. And it's like, yeah, this is just a, a safe space to come from different churches but we are all kind of like non-denominational we we believe doctrines in similar ways so this is like a safe place for us to come and just experience God and grow in our faith so that was a context for me um just to add to what you shared so basically we agree on the fact that it was it
0: was very um heavy on community yes
1: like yeah yeah yeah.
0: and and would you say that it was helpful for your christian um, work at the time, like it helped you to like actively pursue God, and like you had accountability and all of that stuff.
1: That's an that's an interesting question because I'm going to be very very transparent since we're talking about seasons on this podcast. I feel for me when I came into Calvin, I already had a sense of like what it feels like to like to to be part of like a leadership group of like people who are trying to do something in relation to God if that makes sense and so I I guess for me it kept me what was interesting to me about that season or about community for me in that season was that like I was meeting people who were like-minded I guess yes yeah, to your point yes like I felt like I was sharpened because like the Lali was my roommate so we'll have prayer times I feel like towards the end like I, I also had like my own challenges in in Calvin. So I remember there were times where like Angela Delali would be having like a prayer like session in our room. Like this is me like falling asleep. Delali, shout out to you for your patience <laughs> as a as a as a friend. But to your point, yes, I think the community was helpful in the sense that like we we knew each other like in a faith context and we were like sharpening each other. And to the point where like I'll come for a reignite session, prayer session, and I have to lead it. It's like you have to you have to be on top of your your game. So when I see being transparent, I think for me that season was very heavily ministry driven, but there were challenges. I began to see challenges in terms of what my personal walk is. And I I guess as we are progressing in this conversation, we can kind of start to talk about what's some of those things look like after school but yeah I would say community was helpful because like I stayed on top of the things that I was committed to and experienced that God that way which was helpful to me yeah. yeah
0: I remember that you were one of the people that would I, I don't I don't know I don't rem- I don't recall how like often this was but I just remember that you you operated in the prophetic also. Um, if not all the time at least from time <laughs> from time to time yeah, so yeah. I want to um um jump on that and yeah. just talk about or I guess invite you to talk about what were the like your spiritual habits mm-hmm. um, during college now that we've right. established that we went to a Christian school we mm-hmm. had christian-minded friends yeah um, not christian-minded Christ-
1: yeah. Christian friends
0: <laughs> um and and we were all pursuing this one thing together. So you know how the Bible even says that can two workers um, walk work together except they be agreed. So we had that down. You know where all of us know that this is what we're doing and we're following. So it wasn't a struggle. But yeah. also, what were your personal spiritual habits during yeah. the four years that you were um, at Calvin?
1: Yeah, I think for me, one of the biggest things for me in in college was like, my prayer life, that piece about, um, in Jude 20, that says, you know, um, carefully build up yourselves, know your most holy faith, praying in the Holy, Holy Spirit. I think there was a sense of understanding that, like, if I want to keep first hearing from God, hearing the Holy Spirit, and also, like, just staying in tune there's a sense of prayer that was Mm -hmm. i think i i kept trying to i think was a spiritual discipline for me and it became less of you know beyond the sessions that we would have like by myself like you know practice of just speaking in tongues or just just praying all Mm -hmm. the time and and so for me that became like a practice for me And also like one of the things in community that I feel like if you have community of of like-minded people, especially like when you start to sense and feel spiritual gifts, is first having like a safe space to start Mm, operating in your spiritual gifts. And for me, that was a big thing. Coming off of college, beyond even uh, um, like folks in school, I I had other friends, other friends from, from church, um in Ghana who I just used to call and pray with and we had a practice of like you know when you pray you also listen to mm-hmm. God and so like the quiet like we are listening and and seeing if God is saying things as part of the practice of our prayer and so that was a place where I was just kind of testing out like yeah I feel like I'm discerning this mm, yeah I feel like I have this sense of like a prophetic word for this person right and so I think The combination of those two things, being able to safely like test my spiritual gifts, but also like this practice of prayer, um, was a big part for me. And in full transparency, I was a person who like read scripture, but I wasn't like really studying it a whole lot. I think, and I can say this in comparative to where I am now like i knew scriptures and i would do it i would read and study and 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 such but like depth of study wasn't i wouldn't say i was i had depth of step study Mm -hmm. so what really mattered was like holding on to the how many other scriptures that i knew and praying through those and because like i had a practice of prayer i was also like hey if we're praying for interceding for whoever like how do we pick the right scriptures or how do we understand what God is saying about different things, to pray through things. Mm-hmm. So that that would that's what I would say honestly was my was my practice. Um and I think the burden of you know the people that were coming, people that were trusting God for different things and trying to believe with people kind of kept me going in terms of hey this is how we know that God shows up in this way. This is how you know let's keep praying towards something let's keep like pushing um because we know that the, the prayers prayers of righteous men avail so i think that's what really those were my practices those were my disciplines in school i would say well,
0: how long would you say like when a daily you were spending um in prayer
1: this is one of those things that depending on who's listening they might hear it in different ways i think it's, it was a little arbitrary like and when i say it's if i wasn't like two hours praying in the same block of time Mm -hmm. it was like when you wake up in the morning like you're getting ready like you're speaking in tongues when you're like walking to class you're speaking in tongues like when you're going to wherever it is so like all putting all of that together it might be i don't know
0: right okay so you didn't have like extended blocks of time where you were just praying it was constant communication with God throughout the
1: day yes I think that's where I I really started that practice I did have moments or times where it was like we're doing like a long stretch so I remember I and Bernadette had like you know nights vigil prayers that we did because it was just like oh like let's just pray for our people so we would spend time like I remember we did a I think it was like 10 to like 4 or 5 or something like that. One of the nights, I don't remember all the holidays we had in Calvin, but we would do like <laughs> something like that to like just pray for people. But in terms of like my own personal prayer practice, I think it became, how am I just constantly communicating with God? I, I think to that scripture again in, in June 20, like constantly praying in the Holy, Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit. So I don't know, I can't give an answer. Or response in terms of yeah 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 i get you yeah i get you
0: so how has that how would you say that that has changed um post-college i mean post yeah. college could be because it's been a while now <laughs> post-college i guess
1: since you don't want to age us ig-
0: yeah. ignore ignore the first year or something right. talking yeah. about like now you're like full-blown career women um dating yeah. um whatever like you know like you're actually in adulting for real for real (laughs) um now so how has what's the contrast is there any and like how have you dealt with it
1: yeah so I think from for me I I left college it was sort of like this like ministry energy vibe all of those things after college I wasn't particularly part of any particular or type of ministry work. And the context is important for what we've spoken about before since I wasn't necessarily doing ministry work in relation to a church. It was more so. I always found myself amongst a group of people who were just passionate or seeking God or trying to find answers to God and were just trying to like, you know, find our way through, through like events we had, even post, before, pre Calvin. So when I came out of school, it was an interesting experience. Um, I will call that season in my life, like, it was like, okay, who am I out of, like, you know, you spend how many of our years doing consistent school, and then you just come out and be like, I, who am I, what's this, where am I, what am I doing, you know, all of those different things. so. I think how it changed was, all of a sudden, I I had to really understand what my faith looked like beyond a ministry context or mm-hmm. a context where it's like I am passionate about praying and interceding for other people. Like I had church, I had um, I still keep in contact with like some of the things that my home church in Ghana does. But there wasn't anything that I was responsible for. And so it became like, oh man, like this is, <laughs> this, is, this, is this is me out here. Um, so how it changed was that like I had to start to understand how am I growing my personal relationship with God, And that's where really that aspect of my my growth as a Christian really came into the forefront. So like I was saying before, being transparent about how I was in college like there were certain things that I wasn't you know you kind of take for granted because to your point it's like you yeah, in community um mm-hmm. but like now it's like prayer reading out the word your life becomes real it's like I'm dealing with um like financial stewardship <laughs> it's so funny when I was younger and like I go to all these I go to church and like there, are, there are all these messages about financial stewardship and like all these things that declarations that people make about money I'm just always like so the, like people need to <laughs> and relax and then like you have to when you have to start actually stewarding your finances like in a real specific way it's like oh man like <laughs> I need wisdom for for this so I think my life became very much about what is my personal growth and how it changed for me was um first it was i didn't have a a particular ministry context that i was working in and so it's like it's me like how am i how am i shifting changing in terms of my walk with god and then it was also this practice of how do i bring things before the lord as they are actually and truly happening to me um so i was thinking about this scripture um recently i think we all well if you have been in church this is one of the like the more popular ones romans 12 1 and 2 the mm-hmm. message version talks about how you know um take your everyday ordinary life like in the message version you're sleeping you're eating going to work walking around in your life place it before God as an offering um embracing what he has what what God does for you is the best thing that you embracing what God does for you is the best thing that you can do for him and don't be you know conformed to the, this world you know all of those things those things are to become real in the in the context of like how am I presenting myself at work how am I um how am I taking care of myself like health-wise how do I take care of myself how do I steward my money like my my life became very um it became about like my personal walk I think that I was really challenged in that way and so mm-hmm. in terms of my practices like eight days in the in in eight eight of the eight hours or the waking hours in the day like I'm working or I'm, I'm doing something that's you know work related and so like I I, I didn't have the same practice practices that I had before I guess to your question I feel like I started to pray less in terms of like my culture of just like a while walking because like life started to hit me with different things Mm. so that became like the real the real real of like man like what does it actually even mean to be a person of faith or be a Christian like those real questions became like the questions that became you know part of my my walk and my faith and I had to figure out um, a process for myself so it was like it was praying I still kept community so people that I used to pray with we still did some of those things and then a practice that I had to build um, in more recent years is like studying of the word like I've had to like actually need to know who who god is in terms of his character in terms of what the word of god is and that has been like a big thing you know a big thing a big part of my practice and then other things like how do you uh, um giving like tithes and first fruits like the understanding of what some of those things are right I, i think that when you are in a ministry context there are some of these things to the point that we're making before like when you're in community it's like oh we're all doing this we're all excited we're all building towards this but like when you know you have to give 10 percent of your tithes yeah figuring out how to steward your finances you have certain kinds of responsibilities now those things become actually it becomes like actual real things that have to figure out what the practice looks like for yourself right um yeah so i think it's it's shifted in in the sense that like there isn't a feeling that it is always on in the traditional ways, but I've had to experience God in like as my life is evolving yeah and I feel like I'm like, hearing you say that
0: like you went from being um performance based yes um a performance based, you know, uh, relationship with God to yeah. a more personal and intimate one. Yeah. I feel like that's where your evolution has been. Um For sure. and you know it's interesting because I feel like um just I don't know, I can't speak to other cultures, but I feel like Ghanaian Christian culture is mm-hmm. that especially yes, Christian culture is um is that you are born into a Christian home. For the most part, most people who are
1: Christians
0: (laughs) today were born into a Christian home. And they went to church because they were told to go to church. And then it just became routine from that point on. Um, Some people are fortunate enough to, at some point, encounter God for themselves. And so, therefore, (laughs) get into a personal relationship with God. But for the most part, it's just religion for most people. Yeah, and I think that when it's more religion oriented, you are all about the actions, right? Like, I just have to keep doing this, I have to keep doing that. Check this box, check that box. It's very Pharisee, like you know, they keep and just hey, the law says this, or thou shalt not do this. It's it's very impersonal, (laughs) it's more about the, the things and less about the person. And, um, I think that. Stemming from such a culture has a lot of implications for the way we approach our Christianity um, as we grow up, Um, and I've just observed that in a lot of young people, it's like we're doing things, and and we're holding ourselves to these standards because, like, religion says that I must wake up at three a.m. and pray. If I didn't wake up at three a.m. to pray, (laughs) hey, I'm not a Christian. Hey, I've sinned, and God is sitting there like, ah. What happened to the other um, hours of the day? (laughs) Like, did I tell you that I'm only available to hear you or like speak to you at three a.m.? You know, and there's a place for that. There's a place for even the Bible says that even Jesus um, says that Jesus woke up a great while before day, Hmm. typically around like three, two a.m., three a.m. in the morning. And Jesus did that often, right? And so, like, it's welcome but it is Uh, not as if you missed it and so oh my god i cannot pray the rest of the day um wow i'm such a bad christian the thing is you know we can't even be good quote unquote good christians um by ourselves anyway like you actually need god to help you be a good christian and so this like mentality of um well this religion oriented um you know approach to christianity i feel like it's one of the main reasons that people when like you know life is changing and they have to adapt um the way that they spend time with god or whatever it's almost like an abomination it's like
1: it's so funny the the reason why i keep like giggling as you're saying this is because um i remember someone was talking to me and they were talking about how you know like in the middle of the night there are certain hours that like you know (laughs) In certain hours but there's like an open heaven for certain things so it's like between 12 to 2 like if you are looking for a husband that's you oh my window. god <laughs> between three and five is like the window for i don't know like for financial like for career listen like, like how did how <laughs> and i'm not listen i'm not even saying this to be like i'm not making fun of it are context and I don't. I can't speak to it, but there are contexts and revelations that people have about timing. I understand that, like you know, in God communicating to His people through through the word, through scripture, for Jewish people, like timing, calendars are very mm-hmm. important. So I, I hear that, but it was just so funny when like to your points about how certain things can become religious. It's like between twelve and two, if you are not praying. <laughs> you had a you had a singles podcast recently so it's like if bernadette and amanda and i, I can't remember who else was on that on that but if they're not praying at between 12 and 2 this <laughs> like they, they might miss it right and like, yeah, if, if i'm working a project which can happen sometimes in my life whereas like they're yeah, working at work really late Consistently, like back to back days, it's like I'm gonna, I'm, I will miss this twelve to two prayer. Yeah, yeah. For a long while, <laughs> it's like, oh, let's just give ourselves to the convents, cause we'll, it's like we'll be just we'll, we'll the window. <laughs> the, the window for husband. You the window <laughs> that's, for husband.
0: to me. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. I'm like, I think that God, in His, you know, wisdom and what have you can tell a person listen i know you want a husband i need you to wake up at 12 a.m and right. pray for this particular thing like he oh, can absolutely do that but yeah. it doesn't become a blanket you know oh of <laughs> it's like, no it's you know and god used thing. to god used to um communicate with the yes. the israelites like that it's like this corporate thing but now right. it's very different right now it's very individual you know because of the holy spirit and so
1: (laughs) yeah
0: god's command to amanda (laughs) to
1: pray as well (laughs) is
0: not the same as like he's not saying that oh careful you to wake up but no yeah he's not and he could but that's that's not necessarily what it means you know yeah um so yeah i agree like a hundred percent i think and i appreciate that like that's that's What your evolution has led to, developing a personal relationship, and you know the interesting thing is that that's really what the whole thing is about. Right. (laughs) And I mean, like I will say I feel like the just the culture that we were born into, you know, plays such a huge role on the way that we approach it. Whereas you're supposed to the the opposite is supposed to be true. You're supposed to Mm -hmm. establish the personal relationship from which. That you know the performance stuff happens because the yeah. performance stuff is 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 an add-on,
1: right? You know it's from meaning. the yeah,
0: yeah 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 yeah.
1: For sure, like there's this particular season that I have gone through, and and it's it's a small thing, but I think to that scripture for for Romans 12 that like in your everyday life, in your in your sleeping, your eating, going to work, all of those things presenting as an offering so context is like when i went to grad school i at this point we dated ourselves because i've talked about college talking about grad school i'm i'm See, just keep, just keep going <laughs> um but i remember when i went to grad school um i picked up again like way back when when i, when I was much much younger i really used to love sneakers but it was one of those things where was like you know i'm growing up in ghana i'm watching like i'm seeing this through like using videos this is like way before way back when yeah. but then when i went back to to grad school like i for context like i did um like a design innovation like one of my degrees was like in design and innovation what well, that's the context of that is like in a business context so don't think like i'm not like a fashion designer or like a, <laughs> one of those things but um I came across like you you're coming across like multiple design, like traditional designers. And I like I really found this love for sneakers again. And the reason why I'm sharing this is because I I have friends who can like testify. I have a deep love for sneakers. It's a it's a very, 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 very like it's something that's very dear to my heart. And it's it's an interesting um piece or part of my life because when you're part of a subculture or when you have passion for something, I think now in in church culture we have people who like do cool things or people who look in cool ways. And you have all these like evangelical pastors that non-denominational pastors that look cool. And so it's like it, it's it's seeping a little bit into church culture, but I to the point about like the Pharisee energy, I mm-hmm. feel like when you become a person of faith sometimes it's like you're stripping away everything about yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you become like this this which there's context for but it's like you don't see how other aspects of your life intersect intersect with your practice and your your faith and so for me as a person who like I'm always online on Instagram wherever like there's always a sneaker conversation happening in my life with somebody. I have a friend, Derek. Derek, shout out to you, because I know you haven't to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're always talking about sneakers, like, always talking about something that's new, that's come out, that's come up. And so for me, it was, th- there was a real contending of, like, what does this look like as a person of faith? And it's a small thing, but that subculture falls into, in it, it flows in other ways. Like, you have all kinds of rappers that have sneaker collaborations that are really cool really great but it's like what does that mean there's certain kinds of songs that i can't listen to certain types of music that i can't listen to to the point where i'm presenting myself as an offering i've heard people talk about like people who are like deep gamers who are like a game like grand theft auto i know that game i'm not a gamer but like they can't play that game because like the world in which that game is set up you know you you're almost feeding yourself certain kinds of yeah like, images and so like that's also that's also a season to the point where where like there's a focus on what's personal it's like when you love things and you have passion about certain kind certain, you're yeah, part of a certain subculture how you start to actually practice your faith and parallel caveats or like a thing that i would say to like christian leaders if people like so like listen in this context i think that 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 part about yourself where you are exploring deep passions and love that loves that you actually really do love and like and what that intersection looks like as a person of faith is more interesting even in relation to how we eventually do um ministry work so like so that you would not be a pastor who's like oh i'm trying to speak to the youth so you call me i wear like white sneakers with like jeans that day it's like yes this is how i'm going to like reach the youth there are contexts in which like your actual passions intersect with your personal time with god and how you actually like work your passions in your faith context so you can actually like bear fruit. so for me that has been an interesting season Um, still continue to go through it um there are times where like i wear certain things and it's like "Mm, this is like this is this is for show off this is like people who like if you know you know like people will recognize it and it's like okay speaking to god about it in that time it's like okay where am i going what am i doing what's god asking me to do in this context or what's like where am i in my season with my personal work with god and should i be wearing this like it becomes <laughs> those kind of small conversations that make it more I think my faith life more interesting. Yeah. And, yeah, exciting. So just wanted to add that to it because that's been an interesting season for me too. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, I guess just to sort of wrap up, um yeah. the the um having the personal relationship yeah. gives you access then to the Holy Spirit
1: for sure. whose
0: job it is to teach you and remind you of all things Right, and so um, God also <clears throat> in his wisdom telling us you know in the Bible that there, there are seasons and there are times and there's a time for everything yeah. blah 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 recognizes that there are times where you'll it'll be like a downtime maybe Mm -hmm. not too much is happening in your life or you don't have to deal with this like these mental struggles or these you know competing ideologies or whatever and maybe he's precisely and purposefully taking you through something so that you can evolve into this thing or you have this season where you're completely busy it's like oh i have this corporate um um commitment i have to you know maybe maybe you've even been promoted you now have to head a department or whatever the responsibilities and all that it's also a blessing from god and he recognizes what those things even he himself said that to whom much is given much is expected so he, he actually appreciates you giving your all
1: yeah and
0: where the holy spirit comes into play is to convict you for example maybe maybe you do have all of these responsibilities yeah. um as the head of maybe ceo of, of this new of this organization or whatever um but you are not using your time wisely yeah, yeah maybe yeah you're yeah, yeah, so busy you're actually really busy but you are not actually using your 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 time wisely maybe you can spare um you can save a, a few minutes every hour um if you manage things a little differently or whatever. The Holy Spirit's job would be to convict you of what Mm. it is you're doing wrong and to Mm. help you reorient, you know, pivot and be like, no, try this instead. Do this instead. And he'll be you know, but Holy Spirit doesn't like force himself. No, none of the persons of God force you know themselves on anyone. They all you you always have to invite them. So while the Holy Spirit we have access to Holy Spirit, right? And he's tugging, like, no, Christine, try it this way, try it this way, so you can spend more time with me, or whatever. Or yeah. while you're driving, speak to me, you know. Like, he, that's the Holy Spirit is there so that life can actually be easier.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not all
0: then, about these rules and stuff.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> kathy I don't know if you've experienced this, but like to the points that you're making, I I feel like as I've grown in my as as I'm. You know, growing in my faith, there's a part, there's a or there's a period where like you there are assumptions that you have about what you should be able to do, or there are Mm -hmm. expectations you have about yourself in terms of your faith, your faith. And so you just stop talking about certain things with God. So to to your point about how the Holy Spirit is convicting you because he's like the spirit of truth, I feel like always us presenting ourselves as as like an offering like our real real selves and not like the version of ourselves that we feel like we're becoming as we take on like new roles and new um new identities and new response like responsibilities because it's like if you are a mom but you still are hating about something or you feel like yeah there's there are still like challenges that i have it's like that real my real self coming before god and saying it because i realized that there were there have been times where i'm praying but it's like i'll pray about all these other things or the things that i'm used to hearing mm-hmm. us like speak to god about but it's like hey god like i'm hurt about i have consistent hurt about something or hey god i'm experiencing like anger about a particular thing or hey god like i'm actually embarrassed that i can't do a b c and d like yeah honesty or like coming before god in what is actually really true and real i feel like it's something i've had to watch and guard against because it all becomes like it's like yeah i'm used to yeah i used to a person i used to certain kinds of things and so to your point since the holy spirit convicts us but what you what you give is what he would work with if exactly, you are giving like yeah. a version or a part of yourself there are part, pieces of yourself that you you realize that don't necessarily grow or don't mature or you're struggling like you're really really struggling at certain parts of yourself but yeah all these other things um so i think that's a big thing for me too like as we're experiencing different seasons it's like what's that real real like what's the truth completely fully about yeah. it and yeah bringing that before god too yep. Yep. yeah yep. i
0: agree i feel like that's the perfect <laughs> summary to the thing i think that that's like that's the solution to whatever like you know um frustration you're feeling because times are changing and you feel like the yeah. relationship with god is being affected so like tell god about it like yeah. sometimes i went there was a time earlier this year that i i legit was like I felt like i was angry with god and you know like i don't want to talk yeah. to god but that's the yeah. very person i'm going to talk to It's like god yeah, i'm really obsessed with you right now <laughs>
1: yeah yeah
0: and and there's so much liberation in just being honest
1: yeah with
0: god as well um yeah 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 you'll find the solution he'll help you with the
1: solution so yeah
0: i think this was really good christine
1: yeah for sure good talk it's reminding me of all kinds of <laughs> going back to that and I know. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, these things actually really did happen. So, um, <laughs> thanks for the conversation. Um,
0: um, do you want to um any last words to anyone who's listening, who maybe to the girl or to the guy? the mom or the dad um person who's going out on their own starting their own business or a person who just got promoted at work or somebody who's trying to get promoted and so is putting all this time in and it's like my my time with god is being sacrificed god understands you know i mean i know i'm asking you to speak to a lot of different people with different yeah. contexts at once but like to, basically to anyone who's who's struggling with their relationship with god just because times are changing or yeah. times are and they can't they, they can't seem to keep up they're struggling yeah. with keeping up. what yeah. would be your final um, words to them
1: I think to the last points we made I think just come as you are just mm-hmm. come as you are there's no like nobody's marking a score the 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 value of your relationship would be in the richness in the depth and in in how you are able to you know what the transforming of the renewal of your mind looks like in every season like i, I think if we are honest at every point in time it's like hey i'm checking in this how i feel hey i'm checking in. this how i feel you can you 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 find your way um so don't mark it by like hmm. this was like an hour this was two hours this was three hours
0: yeah you leave
1: it for like those things happen in different contexts and when i see that it's like you know, as you are growing to the point that the Holy Spirit is coming to you, if it's like, hey, can you not watch an hour? God will give you the capabilities to do that. Mm -hmm. But I think it's always being present for exactly where you are. Like, you have to locate yourself for God. So it's like, hey, Adam, where are you? Like, God Mm. knows, but it's like, this is where I am right now. I just ate a fruit (laughs) that, (laughs) you know, someone told me, my wife gave me, like, locate yourself and god i think god is god is faithful that's that's for me is the the source the secret source to, to this process um,
0: yeah. awesome 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 thank you for sharing christine thank you for once again for coming on and um being vulnerable i think i you when i when i shared the post um, of my last episode with the guys, um, it just really like you know struck me that yeah, since I've started inviting my friends or just people onto the uh, podcast, you guys are really like you know putting yourselves in the spotlight and I are not really back. so like I appreciate that, um, and I, I trust that it will be a blessing to somebody listening. So um, thank you for for coming, yeah. and thank y'all for listening. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
1: If anyone is doing that, 12 to pray out wake me up.
0: Goodbye, Christine. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye. 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 Bye.